You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Morning, Auburn family, and welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion on the E2C Network. We're back in the win column this time for another podcast. Talk about another win, the 25th winning podcast of the year as Auburn improves to 25-3 and three as they sweep the Ole Miss Rebels, this time at Auburn Arena by a score of 77-64 to 64 to improve to, what, 13-2 and two in SEC conference play, still with a one-game lead in the t- on the top of the conference. I hate you, LSU. Yeah, that's all LSU's fault and a little bit of Alabama's fault, but whatever. And yeah. uh, but to do that, I, you just interrupted me. But uh, Mr. <laughs> my dad and co-host, we have uh, 25, 25 winning pot. We've done 25 winning podcasts. This is podcast number 28. Just talking about the games. How does yeah. how does that make you feel? It feels good to be 25 and three. As yeah. a podcast, no doubt. The podcast is twenty-five and three, ranked third in the country. We're pretty good. We're doing pretty good. That's right. That's right. Well, we will go ahead and start talking about this one. This one, Wednesday night in Auburn Arena, seven thirty tip-off game against Ole Miss. Last game against Ole Miss in Oxford earlier in the year was something. It was an incredible game. Ole Miss jumps out to a fourteen first half uh, point first half lead and. uh I, I thought it was over. I did not think Auburn had the Auburn had the dudes to come back. Man, we were struggling, and then we just brought it together and with an incredible comeback behind a true Auburn crowd in Oxford, um, brought well, it back. And, but this one, this one was all Auburn, and and that one was all KD Johnson bringing us back before halftime. Mm-hmm. If you'll remember, he had like seven straight points right before the half, uh, which is. Uh, uh, five more than he scored in the whole game last night. Um, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about KD, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, that, that game was that game was nerve-wracking at Oxford. And uh, and you're right, that crowd was awesome there. Uh, not as awesome as the jungle was last night. They were, they were tuned up. Again, it's a late-night Wednesday night game against a 500 Ole Miss team. And the students were in there two hours before the game. That's right. Shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, it's just unbelievable to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you you alluded to KD earlier, just like you said, he was a huge, huge part in Auburn's win in Oxford against the Ole Miss team, but not not as big of a factor tonight. He goes zero for six on the field, zero for two from three, went two for two for the line. Those were his two points. Had four rebounds, which look he had three steals. He had the second highest plus minus on the team at plus fifteen. The only higher, only one higher was Wendell Green at plus sixteen. So he's making an impact Absolutely. no matter what. And many negatives that we can talk about this game, which there are not many, and that's so replenishing after the last podcast with the with the Florida game. But but one of the negatives was KD shooting. And but he's still making that impact. Not only was he making that impact, but right after the game was over, he was the first one back out on the court in the empty or Auburn arena to get shots up. KD will do that. That's the second time I've seen video of him having a bad shooting night and immediately grabbing a manager after the game's over with nobody else in the arena and just going out and, and getting shots up. It, it shows that he's a pro. He's a pro. He knows I've got to work on my craft. I didn't have the best game, like, but like yeah. you said, 
he had two points, but he had four rebounds, two assists, and three steals. That's a I, I would take if he'd get double right. figures, I'd take that with from him every time. Right. I just need him to hit some outside shots. He's he's really struggled from yeah. three recently in the past two or three weeks. And uh probably just two weeks seems like a bunch of games though, that he's struggled from three and and our team has struggled from three. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. I agree. But uh I think the only other negative that I I'll bring up here about this game and Look, I can harp on him as much as I I want to. I'll say that, but I'm not going to just because, like, given the circumstances that he has gone through and given the situation that he has been put in from his freshman year to last year and to this year, it's just like this dude has been everywhere. And he's shown incredible flashes. I mean, the dude has a chance to be a top pick or he could, you know, not play basketball again. But let's talk about Alan Flanagan for just a second. That's who I was alluding to. I'm sorry. I just like dropped hints but didn't say the name. (laughs) Alan is struggling. He looks like he's trying to do way too much. It looks like it's in his head. Defensively, he's a force because he's big. He's a big, strong, tall guard that is is great. He had two steals tonight and had a great plus minus in just his, what, 22 minutes. He was plus 12. He also had those four fouls. He had two turnovers and went one for four from the field. His one like little turnaround hook shot towards the end of the game was a nice shot. Mm-hmm. That's but what I wanted to do. Three three points from Alan Flanagan. That's not going to work in March because he, he's one of your he's he's one of your players that you're going to need to rely on, especially in March when it comes to tournament time, because he's one of the few upperclassmen on this team. We need him to come back to yeah. his. Uh, old self, and I don't know that he will this year. Um, when we for, when we were talking in preseason and thinking that he'd be sitting out for 11 or 12 games, the thought was he would sit out the uh, non-com schedule, come back, take a couple games to get kind of back into the flow and be back into the flow by middle of the, uh, of the SEC schedule. And he's just not. Uh, Bruce, in his press conference today, uh, talks a lot about Allen and how much how he provides so much more when he's out there, evidenced by the plus minus, uh, provides so much more when he's out there than just scoring. Don't harp on it. He he kept saying, don't you know, don't don't just look at his scoring. Yeah. Look at what else he does. You mentioned sure. it. He's a really good defender. Yeah. He's six six. He still is explosive, even with the even though he's not at a hundred percent. He can stay in front of his man. He doesn't give up straight line drives. Um, he he's uh, strong as can be. Uh, he he can't. He struggles on offense to make shots, and then I think that creates such frustration that he did, gets in his own head. He yeah. he had a layup that he missed early, a, a really pretty open layup that he missed, and the guy got the rebound for Ole Miss and. Allen just reached and fouled him. It was a frustration foul. Yeah. We've all done it, but you could tell how frustrated he was. And then he airballed the three, and you could see it on his face how frustrated he was in the second half. He's just frustrated, in my opinion, on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And like you said, if we were getting 10, 12, would he have 16 a couple games ago at home? If we got that Allen Flanagan yeah. and got KD going again, it's a we're a hard team to beat. Yeah, 
you become hard. almost unbeatable. I agree, especially if you have guys like Jabari and Wendell have the games that that they've been having recently, especially especially Jabari, but Wendell breaking out last night, becoming a more oh, consistent outside shooter was huge. Mm-hmm. But talk about we're gonna talk about outside shooting here in just a minute. Let's talk about Zep Jasper, or should I say Jet Zasper? Jet Zasper. Come on, what? that's what that's what the Look, SEC crew called him twice. Zep Jasper's awesome, man. But Jet Zasper was unbelievable last night. Eight, five of seven from the foot, four for five from three. Are you where is that? Who was that? Are you kidding me? Since Again, when? Jep Zasper is the guy we need to take to Knoxville this weekend because <laughs> the Zep Jasper kid's pretty good, but that yeah. Jep Zasper kid can play. He's an offensive force. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And still just as good on defense as Zep is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But you also have guys like Jabari Smith who didn't find his shooting touch as well as he had the past two games exactly. tonight, but uh, – he he's going to he's going to get his buckets he's going to get his points his six point or six for six from the free throw line tonight and had fifteen points and nine rebounds look the dude's just going to do it he and also five had five assists, assists mm. and some pretty alley oop passes to Walker the one to Walker early in the game he just kind of threw it in front of the rim and Walker just kind of I, tapped it I back. would call it volleyball like a, a a dig on a volleyball court except he was above the rim when he did it. Yeah, and uh, it just kind of pushed it into the rim. It, yes, uh, Jabari played well. He he did not shoot well. Um, he he seemed to be long on all of his shots tonight or against Ole Miss. Uh, and I specifically think about the mid range that he shot in the second half from the right side of the court, and it was long. And don't ask me why, but nobody blocked out Devin Cambridge, and. <laughs> And Devin went up with one hand and and became a highlight reel again. But that but Jabari's shot seemed to be long mm. all night. It seemed to hit the back of the rim all night. Uh, you talk about his free throws; he went six of six. Again, that comes from the other night. Him saying, "What would somebody asked him what his dad would think?" And he'd say, he "Shoots free throws like Shaquille O'Neal." Yeah, uh, obviously Jabari's been working on his free throws because the past two games he's been. I think he missed one at Florida yeah. and didn't miss one Latin against Ole Miss. So uh, he just – his shots that almost always go in just seem to hit the back of the rim tonight. Yeah. And I Devin agree. thanks him because Devin got a highlight reel dunk out of one. I look, that was an incredible play. And, uh, look, Devin is uberly athletic. Mm-hmm. And – why does he always end up on the ground after he ducks the ball? Like, does he duck it that hard? Like, he ducks it so hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I was afraid he'd hurt himself. It Me too. Like I was like, awkwardly that time, and I was like, oh no. But you're right. the The one where he took off from the SEC logo the other day, same thing. Ended up laying on the ground afterwards, and and he, he does it. And when Jabari falls and lays there for a second. It reminds me of what Cam Newton used to do. Oh, Every time yeah. Cam Newton got tackled, he'd lay there and you'd be like, uh, Cam, get up. get up. And he'd get up, he'd be fine. But you'd be like, All right, there's no time for resting. We're not taking a nap <laughs> on the court here, Jabari or Devin. Get your butt up. We need you to play. Um, but yeah, that, but that he always falls when he dunks the basketball. And it's like, 
one time you're going to fall and it's not going to be, you're not, not going to right. Yes. Uh, yes. Let's, he played great, by the way. He had seven yeah. points and two rebounds. Yeah. Uh, three or four from the field. You get Devin Cambridge going three or four from the field, I'll take it. He was only, he only took one three pointer and missed it. Again, they're not <laughs> three or four. You took, you took three shots and made all of them from inside the arc. Yeah. Stop shooting from outside the arc. Just <laughs> stop. You're too good of an athlete and a really good defender. Yeah. Dude, we've got a lot of guys that can defend. Our defense is really good. Yeah. It kept us in the Florida game as badly as we played on offense. And then last night, there were some lulls in our offense, but Ole Miss couldn't score. Yeah. Well, you're talking guys like Katie Johnson, Zepp Jasper, yeah. or Jeff Zasper, whoever it is, yeah. whoever. and Alan Flanagan, mm-hmm. the defensive player, the national defensive player of the year, Walker Kessler. Jabari's a great defender. Wendell can get in your get in your. Jalen Williams is a fantastic defender. defender. Mm-hmm. Devin's a great defender. Carwell's like fourth in the SEC in blocks. You're not losing on the the big man in the middle when Carwell comes in or Kessler goes out. I mean, you're losing a little because Walker had eight blocks tonight. But I, you know, we'll take that segment right into right into Walker. Two two blocks away from his third triple double. I think he had. I think he had ten blocks. By the way, I think he did too. There's like I think there's two team blocks right now. Uh, but I think those are his. I don't know who else had a lot of block shots. But I don't know if they'll he give was unbelievable. That. But yeah, I, <laughs> he's gotten. In, we'll talk about. He's a great defender. He, he's going to get blocks. He's he's naturally gifted mm-hmm. at blocking shots. Okay. Yes. He's also seven one, mm-hmm. and extremely his arms are really long. Yeah. yeah. He's gotten so much better from the start of the year to now at his post moves and his inside moves. Look, there were two that he just drop stepped and dunked it. Where did that drop step okay. come from? Where was that in the non-conference schedule when we were sitting here on this podcast going, Walker just doesn't have any post moves. He just needs to catch lobs. Well, now well, he, post moves. Now we can like pass him the ball. He, he can put his back to the basket and you can pass him the ball. As long as it's not Castleton gardening, uh, he will score on you. Uh, I still think he needs to develop a hook shot. If he could develop a hook shot, it would be nasty what he could do to you. Because mm-hmm. he has that one on the right block, and he did it twice again last night. Yeah, He dribbles up towards the free throw line, one or two dribbles, and that guy gets on that hip. And, and he Walker turns, just turns on him and and, and hammers him. He doesn't have to jump. He just <laughs> dunks it on him. It's like – the announcers were like, we went, he did that. We went down to the other end. Ole Miss ran a play, got a bucket or whatever. We came back down. And the announcer's like, the goal is still moving from his dunk a minute ago. I mean, it's not like he's going up and laying it over the rim. He likes to dunk it hard. Yeah. And 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 he has his block shots are are stupid good. But the fact that he's got guys from Ole Miss, a guard who comes in the lane. And everybody in the building knows your stuff is going to get blocked if you shoot it. And he tries some turns, some up and under, and some weird stuff, and he ends up shooting it underhand on the other side of the goal, and Walker knocks it out of bounds. And you saw the guy turn around and give Walker five. It's not often that a guy that gets that blocks no, I mean, you going to get five. But I, the guy was like, dude, I, there's nothing I can do. 
the seven footer on their team turned around and shot it right into Walker's face and Walker just grabbed it. He didn't, maybe they didn't count that one. He didn't really block it. He just grabbed it on the way out of the guy's hands. It was like, that guy's seven feet tall. Yeah. And Walker's just blocking it, like standing flat footed. So it's, it's those blocks. And it's the fact that every time they drive in to the lane, most teams, their guards are not trying to shoot it. Yeah, they're trying terrified. to pass it back they're out. They're terrified of Walker's castle, <laughs> and they know if too. they dump it to the big man, if he comes to him and they dump it to the big man, he's got enough athleticism to get back and block the big guy's shot. Yeah, he really. And you see guys like KD and Wendell and uh, Jabari really good rotation wise, and they get they get those passes, they steal those passes. And Zep yeah. does it a lot as well. Or Jep, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Pass um, back out. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an e2c network booster exclusive communications and bonus content that is available nowhere else if you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one please head on over to patreon.com e2c network to join the e2c network booster club you can also get there by going to our website e2c network.com support whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. I want to talk about one more guy, and then we can kind of wrap this one up and talk about uh, talk about whatever's going to happen on Saturday. Um, mm. Let's talk about Wendell. Wendell has struggled especially from shooting on the perimeter so much recently. First talk we're going to talk about, he goes three for eight from three, five for 12 mm-hmm. from the field, one for one from three to five, adds five five rebounds and four assists and had a plus, had the highest plus minus on the team at plus 16 in his 22 minutes. Also had two steals. Wendell, Wendell played great. Uh, to see him and Zepp have this, have this game combined for, 29 points what whoa <laughs> yeah that yeah, you, that's you, you promising it. yeah it, march is all about guard play yeah bruce pearl knows that yeah bruce pearl was not very thrilled with our guard play at florida at, nobody was i don't think the guards were thrilled with the guard play at florida yeah but so he obviously challenged his guards and said we got to get more from you we can't rely on 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 Jabari and Kessler to win games for us because teams will back off of you and it's hard to get them the ball. Mm. And uh, and Wendell obviously took that to heart. He 
three of eight from three. I'll take that every time from him. No, I take it every time from him. I, uh, and and, the, and knowing the fact that he's also going to make a couple buckets, he made another high off the glass layup was one of his shots. At the end of the and half. At the end of the half. At the end of the, at the, half. End of the half. Where was that against Arkansas? Where is that against Missouri yeah. or Florida or Yukon? Or I, I, I was really, I was really excited that when I saw that we were going to get the ball with under, with the shot clock turned off at the end of the half, mm-hmm. I thought, good, let's see if they've worked on something to get a shot. Here's what they're doing that's different. They will. They're they've been bringing Jabari up to set that high screen, and he can slip that screen or set it and then pop and he create they're not real scared of walker shooting that three they're scared of 10 shooting the three. Yeah. so all of a sudden that he's that guy's got to get out on jabari and it leaves window one-on-one and they've got walker down on the post yeah it's a if little would have missed that then walker, walker catches right it and there. yeah he's right there in Not fact either. i thought he was throwing it a lob to him when he yeah. first released it but the fact that They've, I love the fact that they've moved Jabari. He's not the best screener in the world, but a lot of times he's just going up there and slipping that screen. Yeah. And and somebody's got to go guard it. Yeah. And, and it takes away from them trying to double team Wendell because uh, you can't leave 10 alone. And now Walker's down there ready for a rebound or a lob. I, yeah. I love the switch that they made. It's subtle, but it, it, like you said, huge end of half layup. Yeah, it would have won two of the games that we've lost. Yeah, yeah, it would have won two of the games that we've lost. Both SEC games, that play would have won both of those games. Yeah, you're right. You're it, right. It, it hurts to look back and <sighs> yeah, it does. what it yeah, is. It does. But the I love the fact that that look, Coach Pearl's forgotten more about basketball than I'll ever ever remember. But that, but what he did is he saw, okay, maybe if I put my best player in the action up top, they'll have to guard him. They can't, they can't lay off. Florida laid off of Walker Kessler. Yeah. They didn't even guard that screen. They just backed up and let Wendell try to go around, and and there was no place for him to go. Yeah. Well, now you put walk, you put ten up there. He sets the screen and pops. Or he sets, or he comes and sets the screen and 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 slips it. You best, you darn well better go guard it. <laughs> and right. all of a sudden, now Wendell's one on one. Wendell can win one on one battles. Yeah. And that uh, look, the move in the first half where he went behind the back, behind the back yeah. crossover and made a pass to to I guess to it was Dylan. Walker. No, it was, was Dylan. Dil- yeah. It was Dylan, and Dylan no, got the dunk. Dylan. Yeah. Uh, Dylan got the dunk, but the whole play was. Holy cow! The handles yeah. that 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 uh, Wendell showed. He went deep in his bag of tricks, and that was really good. Yeah, I agree. Really impressive. I agree. So we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Auburn wins by thirteen and sweeps. There was a trashy old Miss Rebels. We'll have a chance for one more sweep on the year in the last game of the year on March fifth against South Carolina. Who's pretty, the, playing pretty good. They, won they, five they destroyed Mississippi State. They're playing pretty good. Yeah, they're playing pretty good. Yeah. Let's not take that one for granted. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But let's talk about Saturday. There's an early game before ours. We will know where we stand after Arkansas beats Kentucky in the early set. Before yeah, we Suey. Let's go. Let's go yes. Razorbacks. 
Yeah, um, I couldn't. I rooted for LSU to do it, and those oh, stupid, stupid. How do you lose that game? They're up by like fifteen. Yeah, I, I, if if Ty Ty and and Severe are not playing against Arkansas in Bud Walton, I, I don't see how. Look, JD Note is going for forty five, yeah, and that's all yeah. I hear. Um, yeah, uh, so they better be anyway, camped talk- out before because they actually have Kentucky coming this time. Kentucky's so. coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, let's let's talk about Auburn on Saturday. Look, Tennessee's a good basketball team. Mm-hmm. Playing well. That place is a hard place to play. It's big. It is very big. It's big. It's big. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say anything that I'm going to look back on and regret later. Because so let me say it. So me okay, say it. okay. Tennessee Tennessee's a good basketball team. If Vescovi. And their and their and and their uh, Kennedy Chandler, I think it's the kid's name, oh, the yeah. freshman. If those two guys are hitting outside shots, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they can guard us down low. I don't think they have anybody to guard Jabari. But if those two guys are hitting our outside shots, and their little point guard that looks like a girl with the two with the pigtails, the braided pigtails, I don't know his name. He's a freshman from New York. No, no idea. Really ultra fast. Really good player. Uh, if he's getting to the rim, we're in trouble. If we play defense like we did against Ole Miss and really get out on their threes and run Vescovi off the line, don't let him stand and shoot. He's too good of a shooter. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, look, I think we come out with a win. Bruce does not like to lose to Tennessee. And that's what I'm going to say. Look, the ESPN uh, uh, power power uh, basketball index, which is a big, much bigger thing in football with the FBI, like, uh, that's a much bigger thing, but they still do it with basketball. And it's a, it's a numerical thing that is all computer that they just give a percentage of each team winning the game. They have Auburn at a 26% chance to win this game and Tennessee at like a 74. Yeah. I, I understand we've lost our two games on the road. What? Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. I think that that takes in a little too much credit for Thompson Bowling. The, the gym is going to be loud. Um, everywhere that we play is going to be loud. But I don't. I, we're I don't see how you can give. I don't see how you. Can, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I don't see how it's not going to be louder than Bud Walton was. No, it's not. Bud Walton is a loud, horrible place to play. Uh, UT uh, Thompson Bowling. I've been there. It's more cavernous, so it's not. They don't feel like they're on top of you. Like you do at Bob Walton, they feel like you're on top. At Auburn yeah. Arena, they are on top of them. Yeah, literally. Um, it, it's more It's more like a really big uh, call. Pro arena. Yeah. It's a bigger pro arena. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, it, if they're hot, if they're making shots, they're, they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, they've gone through games, though, the past couple of week, or a couple of weeks ago where they didn't make shots. And they're terrible when they're not shooting well. They're terrible. Yeah. Auburn will beat them by 20 if they're not shooting well. Yeah. So this could be a close loss or an Auburn blowout. And my hope it's an Auburn blowout. Yeah. And my Bruce opinion. has never lost to Tennessee as, a, as the That's Auburn basketball insane. coach. And it's like six straight wins against Tennessee. You Going back to uh, uh, when we went there. Uh, our 2018 SEC regular season championship year where Chuma as a freshman went for three straight threes. And then the, the, uh, the final four year we beat them in Auburn arena when they were the ranked 
number five and came in as like 20 point favorites. We beat them. And then uh, in the SEC when, championship and the tournament championship, uh, we didn't miss. I don't understand how we literally threw up everything. We didn't miss. Mm-hmm. And then uh, talk about the game where Jalen Williams did the off the backboard dunk. And then you had Samir's 32 point game in Thompson Bowl. Look, something's going to happen. I know it. I know one thing that I'm certain that is going to happen. That is Devin Cambridge will end Justin Powell for his life. And it's going to happen. He, he said it and all the players are down for it. Like they're going to set up a lob specifically to have Powell under the basket and Cambridge will put his foot on his forehead. And I cannot wait for it. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Tennessee Twitter sent something out early earlier that said, uh, which player on Auburn's team are we going to boo every time he touches the ball? And they had the list of KD and, and Jabari and, and Walker and, and Wendell or whatever. <laughs> and, and I answered and I said, um, Powell, that's, that's the Auburn player that you should boo every time he touches the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yep. that's uh, right. I, I, I hope they actually chose, I hope they choose Jabari because I really want them to make him mad. Oh, that would not be smart. Really I, that wouldn't be smart, but Justin Powell is averaging less than four point four and a half points a game and less than one assist a game. He comes off the bench. He's not broke. Doesn't get a lot of playing time. He, yeah. So we're gonna have to set up the right play. We're gonna have to have Devin at the right time and have make sure Powell is just under the basket, maybe a little bit in front of the basket, and Devin's just gonna end him, just end him right there. Okay. And it's gonna be fantastic. And we're gonna do a whole podcast on just that one play. Uh, yes, if, if if that happens, we will talk a lot about that in the next podcast. <laughs> That's right. Guaranteed. But we will go ahead and get out of here. Is Auburn player of the game? Play, oh, player of the game for this Auburn Ole Miss game. I've got to go. I don't know who, when he started playing on this team, but Jet Zasper is an unbelievable offensive player. Went four for five from three. I've got to go with Jep. I don't know if he's like the the new Zep. I don't understand, but uh, yeah, Zep's the part of the game. Uh, all right, so so I'll I'll go just to be different. Um, and and really for me, it's one of two, and it's the uh, and I'm gonna go with Wendell because uh, uh, just for the fact that he really had a bad game, struggled horrifically against Florida, and then comes out and. I don't think he had a turnover against uh, Ole Miss the other night. Uh, you can check me on that. Uh, but he was great from outside. He was getting into the lane. He had one turnover. Um, that's that's pretty good. And I I will take that game from Wendell every on repeat every single time, and no I'll doubt. be happy with it. No doubt. Um, I, I, I you could also pick Walker. Uh, yeah, you but, could pick Jabari. My hope, I'm just hoping and praying that we get Walker back for one more year, and he so he can work on no, the outside shot. No, shot. no, he was projected 17th. If he's that. projected 17, that's much higher than Chuma was. Bruce won't won't let him come, so won't let yeah, him that, come that's back. much higher than Chuma was, and Chuma had a torn ACL. I know, I know. I'm just, there's no way. I'm just hoping. Enjoy Walker. Enjoy Jabari. Enjoy as many of these guys as you can right now while they're still playing in Auburn uniform because we have three games left in the regular season. Then it's you wow. lose in the SEC tournament, you're done for that. And then you lose again, you're done. 
So we're going to get streaking right now. Into April. Yeah. Yep. Time to put the streets together, and it's not a better place to start than in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's right. That's right. Because that's where we almost started when COVID shut down, when Samir Daddy went for 32. Um, and that's what well, we'll I wish do. we had a guy to do what he did. <laughs> well, Jabari, I, look, Jabari, I mean, Jabari could. Yeah. I mean, Devin, if he dunks the ball 15 times on Palace Head, then <laughs> no. I'd be no. fine, you know? No. I'd be fine with it, but that ain't happening. No, it's not. But right. uh, we'll we'll go ahead and get out of here. Auburn's back in action, of course, in Thompson Bowling in Knoxville, Tennessee, against those falls. That's horrible orange. Um, on Saturday, February 26th, this uh, just in a few days from now, at 3 p.m. Central Time, and then next week, Got Mississippi State coming on a late no, Wednesday night no, game. No, we're going to Mississippi State. That's right. That's right. Going to we Mississippi go to State. Going to Starkville. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, that's they're the taking game two bus loads. I saw there that. Are two bus loads already signed up to go. Yep. And then the South Carolina coming that next Saturday for a noon game. And uh, hopefully we'll be cutting the nets down. Cutting the nets down. That's yeah. right. Um, but we'll go ahead and get out of here. You can go ahead and shout out your Twitter dad, and then I'll shout out where they can find us and uh, all the stuff of the network. I am at I-M-C-T-O, I-A-M-C-T-O. You can find me on Twitter at Gray Oldenburg or on Instagram at GrayO21. Or you can find all the stuff that we do at the E2C Network on YouTube, uh, the E2C Network channel. Or you can find us on Twitter at E2C underscore network. And uh, until next time, War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.